0: Welcome to the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we shine the light on incredible entrepreneurs, business owners, founders, and leaders that are doing awesome things are building businesses, but they're also making a difference along the way. And my guest today, I'm so excited to get you introduced to because I have learned so much from him. He, in my mind, is one of the marketing geniuses. Um, So I'll get you introduced in just a second. First, though, this episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing. If you've ever thought about writing a book, now is the time everyone has a story and is one of the greatest business cards you'll ever have performance publishing provides uh done-for-you publishing services and they're also giving away some free strategy calls So, if you're even considerate go to performancepublishinggroup.com that's performancepublishinggroup.com and grab that strategy call let me introduce you to my friend ian garlic he is one of the country's go-to experts in video marketing and storytelling He's a best-selling author of three marketing books. His newest book, Video Testimonials That Land the Big Fish, gives you proven strategies on how to increase sales, boost conversions, and close bigger clients all through the power of video case stories. And I am a huge fan and believer of this. We'll talk more about that. He's recorded 250 episodes of The Garlic Marketing Show, created over 10 marketing courses, and produced more than 2,000 videos for his clients, one of which we are. A, client. a Milwaukee native, Ian, grew up in Orlando before venturing into the Big Apple, where he worked as an agent for a top commercial real estate firm, became an experienced trader for a hedge fund, and mastered marketing consulting for a Fortune 100 company. His experience in New York City led him to the creation of Authentic Web. Ian co-founded Authentic Web with his wife, Jessica, who worked for Nickelodeon, Disney, and Miramax. Authentic Web is now headquartered in Orlando, Florida, and Ian is known as the go-to video marketing and storytelling expert by businesses and marketers around the world, and I couldn't agree more. So (laughs) welcome to the show, Ian.
1: Wow, that was a long intro. I think we need to cut that one down, but I appreciate it. Thank you. It's (laughs) great to be here. (laughs) It's so funny.
0: I can't tell you how many times people have said that, and when I'm on a show too, I'm like, wait, why did I write this long bio? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But for you, I'm glad we read it all because you have so much, um, well, you have a huge background, expertise. Um, and you know, when you and I first met, it was through your podcast. And I have truly, I'm not just saying it learned so much from you over the last couple of years that we've known each other. So I'm so happy to introduce you to everybody.
1: Well, I appreciate being here. You're awesome. Thanks, Michelle.
0: Well, so are you. Well, I, we have to start with your latest book because this is one that um I personally had an opportunity to to be a part of of seeing you launch this and it is an incredible book. Uh, so can we start there? Video testimonials that land the big fish?
1: Sure. I mean it's it I I've written other books. I have a smaller book on SEO, but this is my first like big book that was just me cuz I've been in like I've co-written books and whatever. Um and yeah, I mean it's it's about you know it's funny because I say it's video testimonials cuz that's just an SEO thing. It's really about Video case stories and how you collect customer stories and how you use them as a strategy for lead generation, for sales, but also for just transforming your business. And it's so, so important Um, and it's just a fundamental and, uh, you know, it's and I talk about why, of course, how to do it and like how it leads, leads, you know, some of our clients, like how we use it for like Gina Wickman or Fran Tarkenton or yourself. and how we've, you know, helped agency, other digital agencies grow like 300% through, and there's a lot of YouTube in it, uh, a lot of YouTube strategy in it, but it's, it's the exact process that we've developed over the past 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, and if you go to testimonialbook.com slash prints, uh, you can get the book, It but also you'll get a few extra bonuses too, that's just for your audience.
0: Yeah, I think it's, um important to point out so and this is something i learned from you i always call them testimonials right um Mm -hmm. asking our clients to give us a testimonial tell us what your experience was but you taught me that that's really not what you want you want the stories behind can you explain the difference between testimonial and a story
1: a little bit deeper Sure. i mean if someone asked you for a testimonial and i was like hey michelle you know can you give me a testimonial you would do exactly what you just did and be like iron's great a yeah. great marketer, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I appreciate you saying that, but, you know, most people don't really care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they care about what can, you can do for them. So a, a t- when you ask someone for a testimonial, though, that's what you get. Yeah. And you're not really digging deep into what is different about their story. What were their problems? Wh- who are these people are? Like, is this person like me? You know, uh, That's the big question that once, you know, when someone comes to your website, this is what they think about. First of all, do you understand my problem? Do you, mm-hmm. That's their number one question. Do you, and have you, ne, next is, have you helped someone like me with my problem? Right? Mm-hmm. And, and th- so that's what a case story does. If you just have Michelle's great on your you know, video that says Michelle's great, who is this pro- person? What was their problem? You know, are they like me? Everyone thinks they're different and everyone thinks their problem is different. And we, it, experts know that a lot of times the problem isn't that different. Mm -hmm. but people and we all think our problem is different i've heard that so many times like oh but i you know oh yeah you helped that person but and so after that they want to know how you know how does this work and the other thing too case stories have a story right a story arc they have emotions and this is probably the number one thing you know you you think thanks for being on the book launch um you know um people that gave me, you know, the Ford for the book and the test the first book review was Dr. Paul Zach. He wrote some amazing science. He did all this neuroscience research on customer stories. Like it was so deep that like how how storytelling affects people that the US government bought his technology. So you know, <laughs> and you know, he has all these devices. He has a new app. I'm doing a shout out because he has a new app that like monitors your metrics and tells how well you're doing the best Tuesday ever app. Um and I think you've, you've had him on the show, haven't you? Yeah. Did you? Paul, Zach?
2: I'm not sure that we've okay.
1: had him yet. <laughs> if not, okay, you got to have him on. Just one of my favorite people, super smart. But you, coming back to the story arc, the story arc and hitting the emotion peak, emotion peak they did all this research, and it can double the – it increases people's acceptance of anything after the story arc, like something like 30%. So if you just have a great story and then you ask someone to do something that yeah. an emotional story, they will do it 30 percent more no matter what you ask them after. So now on top of his new book immersion and like he talks about this at the emotion, if you put, you know, where you put your brand is important. So we have an amazing case story that we did from my clients mm-hmm. and. It taught, you know, a lot of times you look at the case stories that we do and everyone's like, well, they don't talk about them until further in. Like, yeah, because it's about this person. You want this person to talk about their life. And then you get the emotional peak. And then, like, then you put yourself in there. That actually will massively increase the retention, how someone connects to you. They'll remember your brand more, whatever you want. And that's where having a story is so important. Or if you get a testimonial, you know, it's like, eh, I can put this on my homepage. Got some social proof.
2: Mm-hmm. And so uh,
1: it's everything. It, yeah. the, 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 your, your, your customer stories are the lifeblood of your business. So why not spend time understanding how to collect them, how to use them? And that's why I wrote the book.
0: Absolutely. And I, I we learned so much about this because we went through, we're one of your clients, and we went through this process with you, um, a very happy client, by the way, that you, you, I'll speak for myself and my own business. You take for granted the story behind the story. So, you know, when we're about to bring on a new author, of course, I know the, their passion. I know their problem. I know their story. We're talking to them. We're getting all that out of them. But then to see the, you know, as you know, when you write a book, there's progression and even just who you are, who you are as a business owner. And but to capture that story versus tell us, how'd you like working with performance publishing group? It's a totally different thing. And uh, in fact, some of the stories that you guys, your team captured, I was blown away. That's awesome. Yeah, because you don't always, I, I, I wasn't asking for it in that way. And it benefited them. It benefits us. And I, to your point, it, it benefits the people that we could be serving, because if they see that video and they realize, wow, that person has the same problem that I have, and if they could help them, they could probably help
1: me. It's huge. Yep. Exactly. And and it it also can inspire people. It inspires people every way along the path, because it's like it, it, we do stuff because we see other people. It's called mimetic desire, right? Mm-hmm. And so when someone you know, someone signs up for a book. I mean, you do a great job with books, but a book is a pain in the butt process. And it's a long process. And any author will tell you that it's work. <laughs> it it, work. It, it, it's work because also you start to, you know, you're like, you've told these stories so many times. You're like, oh. And so you get to that near that finish line and, and it's hard to get across the finish line. And so having stories of getting across the finish line helps people get across the finish line. And seeing someone else that's there Helps them get across the finish line. So, you know, your, your business, especially if anyone has spent a lot of time with someone, there's going to be ups and downs. And that's where the customer stories help make people happier. They help them get better results. I talk to attorneys all the time that we've worked with. I'm like, a court case isn't two days, it's two years. Oh. And, you know, we just did one that was a case story that was seven years. This guy was indicted and it was a 30 minute case story. Um, but, you know, it, it shows people. Yeah. If we just sell the win, that's great. But if you chose people during the seven years, it gives them hope. Mm-hmm. It gives, shows them what the transformation is on their other side and it will get you better results too. So that's why it's so important to have these stories so you can tell them and video just makes it easier to tell.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why you and I initially really connected because my passion is for stories. And I always say, it's not about a book. It's about your story mm-hmm. and what the story can do. And, it, and the story is not for us. It's for them. And it's how can you help somebody? What can you share with someone personally or professionally that can make an impact in someone's life? That's your story. Mm-hmm. And I I like, you know, I tend to put them through books because for me, that that was the easiest way for me to get my story out. Um, I know it's not easy. That's not the right word. But it's for you. It's through video. It's through marketing. I mean, you know, but it's, it is about that story. And I, I think that's why you and I have always thought the same way, you know, about yeah. Sharing stories in a way that that benefits other people um, also comes back to help you.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think you know, I, I think stories so old and ancient, and everyone's kind of takes it for granted. But I think now, too, you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about AI, mm-hmm. and everyone's all AI, AI, AI. I really think stories are the future of AI because it, it will inform the AI so much more that you can, because there's so many stories that are I'm like doing the law stories and, and talking to people. There's so many stories that are so different and so outrageous. That I don't think AI will be able to generate them anytime soon. And you can take these stories and then use them to inform your AI. So I think I, and writing a book helps you to think about that. And that's why I, th- I think was so important because the book, you know, I think the hardest part was with the book was like, oh, I realized something. I'm like, let me change that. Oh, I'm like, okay, I've got to finish here, <laughs> which I appreciate you doing, because otherwise I'd still be writing the book. <laughs> yeah. So, can,
0: and I, can I just pause you right there? Everyone needs to hear this because you will never feel a thousand percent like this is it. This is as good as it'll ever be. You'll always question or like maybe I should change this. Well, it, but at some point you just have to like push it over the finish line and go. Um, I, I've done the same thing for all of my books where it's it's uh it's so worth doing. So don't let the process. It's it's kind of like. I, and I know you can't relate to this totally, but it's kind of like if you are having a baby, you're giving birth. Nobody wants to go through the pain of labor, um, yeah. but it's so worth it in the end. And that's what a book is. And that's what, you know, getting your story out is. But, yeah, yeah, there's some labor pains in there.
1: <laughs> well, and, you know, to this point, like in in this, if someone reads the book, you know, the video case story process, if they work with us, it's easy. I'm, hopefully you can attest to it. But it the process the process in there is extensive. But I was talking to Gray McKenzie on their Zen Pilot podcast. Um, and it was he brought up this idea of, you know, there's three types of fun. And I I never heard it before, but it's like there's type of fun where you're having fun in the in the moment, and then but then there's the uh, type two of fun, which the book is, and you know, and the case stories. You're done once you're done with it, it is a process. But you look back and you're like, that was a really good process. I'm glad I did that. It's like, you know, wow. marathons, marathons, not fun, right? Running a marathon. If anyone tells you running a marathon is fun. Don't
2: mind you. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: They they know what it's like at the end of it and feeling like they've accomplished something, right? Your feet are blistered. You know, you're sweaty. There's a thousand people around you. It is not fun. But when you're done with it, you're like, oh, that was good. And I'll do it again. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm writing another book. It wasn't, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually. Once I'm done with it, I was more excited about writing the book, next book than I ever was.
0: Yeah. Well, you see that it's possible. And and to your point of what you said about fun number two is there is something, it's the sense of accomplishment, pride, not in a selfish way, but just this like, you're proud of yourself. Like, I did this. This was hard. It wasn't all, you know, anyone can do it. And I think that's what makes being an author so unique is anyone can do it. So few people follow through with doing it. They may start it, but they may not follow through. So when you follow through, you see the results and you know that what you put out there is somebody's going to like when somebody reads your book, I, they are not only going to just know how to do video case stories, but it's, it's about marketing. And I want to shift a little bit on that because with your book, and this is an incredible book and everybody needs to go to testimonialbook.com um, forward slash I think Prince book one. Oh, no, it's Prince.
1: I, oh, I, just I, Prince, my, sorry. Just Prince. Right. It is just Prince. No, okay. my, my team sent me while we're doing this. They sent me okay. the right link. <laughs> but
0: but any, wherever you get it, I just want you to get the book um, because it is that good. And it'll give you so many ideas um, for everyone listening. I know you have things that you're launching, whether there be businesses, books, courses, whatever. So get that book. But one of the things that I saw you do and kind of looking from um, the sidelines is when you were launching this. And it, it, you do have a great book, but you also had a great marketing strategy and plan. And and you, you didn't. Can you talk about that? What was your? Sure. Because there's a lot to this to make this. Because not not only did it take off and it you know, but it was number one in several categories. It still is in several categories, and it's been weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's still like it's still you know top five in several categories, and it's it's still top twenty in marketing. So you know, like it's a little over a month later, and it's yeah, it's I'm really proud of it. I mean, you know, to your credit is and one of the things I learned right before it's it's really about. A, you've got to think it's going to be a long-term strategy. B, you've got to you've got to get other people. It, I think that's a big thing about anything that we do. Is mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of DIYers out there. If you want to get if you want to do something really well, you've got to have people around you.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah you know that you put you guys help push it and push it. And I still have other pieces to put together. Um, and you know, and because you're going to get to that ha- like ninety percent, and you're like, oh, I hate this, and I've done that so many times. <laughs> and so with my marketing strategy, it was like. You know, get the people around me excited and, you know, it You it feeds off you. I think that's the number one thing you can do, build that launch team. Um, you know, and then I use video, obviously. I think, you know, I planned a video launch and did um, and also incorporate video into the book. So there's extra bonuses that video has. It leads back to my YouTube channel. So that was a big part of it. Um, and And, you know, <laughs> having a launch team, getting people excited about it, talking about the book was important, you know, spending the time, All right. And, and people are like, well, I don't want to spend the time. I'm like, well, the launch is important. And then momentum afterwards, because once you get the momentum up, now you got to start thinking like, okay, I got to get on podcasts. I got to talk to people. I've got to talk about the book, talk about the book, talk about the book. And it's like, and knowing that it's going to build up over time. And also, I also know what helped me actually finish the book is that I'm going to write another one. So anything I didn't put in there, I can now put in the next book, and then in the next book, and then in the next book. And now my, my publishing strategy is actually gonna be, my marketing strategy going forward is podcasts plus smaller books, mm-hmm. Amazon ads, and YouTube really driving to the books. Because now YouTube search, people are looking for answers to the questions. It's an easy thing for me to, I don't have to try and get people off of YouTube
2: mm-hmm.
1: into a, an appointment with us. I don't have to try to get people off YouTube into webinars, it's like, hey, go buy this book.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, I'm spending a lot of time driving people from YouTube to the book. Which Amazon, then thinking about the Amazon algorithm, they are going to reward you for continuously driving traffic to Amazon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it might be your book; it might not sell your book. But I'm thinking long term that the more people see my book cover, the more they're going to buy it down the road. That's right? right? I mean, how often do you buy? Like, if it's not a famous author, like Ryan Holiday, I love Ryan Holiday. I just bought his new book and it's been out for like three years. Yeah. John Acuff. I love his stuff. I'm like, oh, you know, let me get this book soundtrack. It's been out four years or three years. Love it. Right. Yeah. And it's been three years that I'm like, uh. so, you know, the launch is important. Get to the bestseller status, but no, it's going to be a long-term strategy and a holistic strategy. Yeah. Especially if it's your first book.
2: Absolutely. A lot of people
1: don't. Yeah. There's a lot so- of people that don't know who you are.
0: <laughs> well, and I'm so glad you said that because there is a lot of expectation when you write a book. It's like, you know, if 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 I write it, they will come. If I build it, they will come. Well, the truth is they won't unless you do the marketing behind it, right? Nobody's out looking for your book. They're looking for a solution to the problem, but they don't know yet that they can get that solution in your book. So I, I love that you said that it's not just about the launch because a lot of times people will be like, oh, I, I only sold X amount of books on my launch day. And I'm like, well, that's that's irrelevant because it's not the day you launch. It's not the week, the month. I mean, it, this is this is now part of your platform, and it's you know I'm still selling books from from books that I wrote years ago, and and so, it's funny how sometimes you know they'll they'll uh, I had somebody text me the other day. My very first book I wrote in 2009, and it was a book I wasn't intending to, to share with anyone but my family. It was before I was thinking of building a business, and out of the blue, it was a recommended read on Amazon. Just you know a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, how random is that? That book is, you know, fourteen years old.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, so, but but the long term play, do you mind talking more about because I think people listening, they get podcasts, right? And in your strategy, I love you're using podcasts, the well, the smaller books, but the and smaller meaning it doesn't necessarily mean smaller in the size. like it doesn't have to be like a four by six, but you mean like no. a, a quick read uh, mm. type of book, which is what this one is. And then leveraging that with the podcast interviews like we're doing, what would you say? So a lot of people aren't as familiar with how to leverage it on Amazon and YouTube. Do you want to just share yeah. a little bit of how you did that?
1: So I, you know, I did a lot of like thinking about what the people's intent is, what do people want to learn? And I wanted to get the low hanging fruit of, pe- of people like I need video testimonials. Let me learn how to do that. And that's why I named it video testimonials that land the big fish. It isn't entire YouTube strategy. It is an entire customer story strategy. So there's a bit of a bait and switch. But I want if, if someone's at that almost buying point, like I need to know how to do this. I'm like, here's how to really do this. Right. So and same side on YouTube, they're going to lear- try and learn this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. What are they trying to learn? So I wanted high intent books. You know, there's a lot of bestsellers that have like the one word name and mm-hmm. stuff. I think You can have that. That's going to take a long time to get that to a bestseller status and keep it there because it's it's a big idea. It's a concept like Malcolm Gladwell's Blink. Yeah, you know it's like I remember I I read Malcolm Gladwell two thousand right when his first book came out. No one knew who he was, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is amazing. I would tell people about tell people about it. You know, um, Tipping Point. That was Mm -hmm. probably the book that really got me into really made me excited about what marketing could do. Um, But you know, how long did that take for him to get that there? So now YouTube is number two biggest search engine, but I would probably guess that Amazon's probably number three. Like how how often do you go to Amazon for just the answer to it? Like, I want to get something that's going to solve my problem, right? It might be a video testimonial equipment. Mm -hmm. It might be a book. And so that's where I thought about this. And then I'm going to proceed to make more books that are answering questions and solving problems and being very clear in the title mm-hmm. that this is the problem. we solve. it's a big, long title, but I can keep it short because I want people to read it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, someone told me a stat, I don't know how it's true. It's like, you know, only most people will only read 10% of your book, right? The first 10 pages of your book. Well, I wanted to, I designed it so that people will read it like hey i want you to go through and read this and come back to it so that does a few things i also put qr codes because i want to draw i want people to go to my youtube channel i want them to get deeper knowledge so when you buy the book you have access actually to exclusive videos that you can only get through the book on youtube they're free there's a few dozen right now i keep adding more mm-hmm. um and so now i'm driving people to youtube that i'm feeding both of the algorithms. because if you think about any you know any website there's they want people to spend time on there and interact because that's how they sell that that's Mm -hmm. how amazon sells stuff right so if you reward that and you you get the people there searching for the thing and then they buy your stuff and spend your time on there they're going to reward you yeah so those i think are the two biggest places to get discovered the things are feeding them back and forth more time people spend in my ecosphere and they get knowledge the more they're gonna trust me, the more they're gonna buy future books. And then the future book strategy is just getting more of those answers and driving them back and forth from the books. And then, you know, using ads to supplement it both on the YouTube side and Amazon side, so you can get a little bit higher, a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, those that's the big thing that I'm doing and thinking about it that way. Now there's a whole lot of technical stuff around it, but if you, if you have that mindset for a search, you're gonna win yeah. if you're like you know. There's so many people that want to hack it. I'm like, there are little hacks here and there, mm-hmm. but if you if you're like, hey, this is their game, and I want to play their game, and I'm gonna reward them. And I'm gonna play their game and play it nice, and drive people there. You're gonna win. Mm-hmm. So that you know that's my big strategy around it. You know, and then just help people. Like yeah. your book, I, I think part of the problem is people. Both I, I know the problem on YouTube is, and I think the problem in books is, is like. You know if they want to get the business they're like i don't want to give away everything i'm like literally you could pick up my book and know exactly what we do in our business
2: mm-hmm.
1: exactly but if someone's going to do it themselves they're going to do it themselves
2: right
1: whether it's it's my book or not my book but this shows you there's people out there that are going to read this and go yeah i don't want to do that i want the result let me hire you
2: yes
1: and, and so
0: so true and and you know it, gosh, so much to unpack there with what you just said about oh,
2: strategy. <laughs> no,
0: I love it. and and hopefully those listening now understand why i I just I've learned so much from you. And what comes so simple to you, we talked about this before the show, but like my mind does not think the way you're saying. <laughs> and that's why I'm always with a pen and paper when we're together. but it, it is there's just so much there. and we're the same way, you know, like our uh, with publishing a book. I mean, we tell everybody exactly how to do it, whether it be in a course or in a book or or whatever. But at the end of the day, like me with you, I, I could do it myself. I don't want to, so I'll, don't be afraid to give to tell people exactly what you're doing because a good percentage of them aren't going to do it anyway. And if they do do it, okay, well then you just help somebody in that way. But
1: um, exactly, and this is actually where I've started. I wrote a. Article on this. It's actually going to be in the new book. It's called the Content chasm because there's we there's influence. There's people that want to be entertained, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But that's where most people are. Like, I need to get those numbers, and that's ninety percent of people just want to be entertained. And that's why influencers are focusing on those people. And you Mm -hmm. see people like, and they get subscribers because they just want to entertain people. They feed the algorithm for entertaining people. But if you then there's a whole group of people from Uh, you know, dabblers to DIYers to done, done with you, done for you. But then there's this other group that I realized, and I call the, the, the bomb clients, the BMB, just the, the ones that say, bring me the best. Right. And you want to speak. If you really want to make a lot of money and work with people that value you value your professions, you want to speak to those people. Mm-hmm. And that's what the content your book should speak to, that's the content in your YouTube video, then you can move back to the, you know, through, from the other way. Most people start at like, you know, it's instead of, I mean, for to take you, for example, instead of writing a whole lot about like, you know, how to write a book, you know, how to outline a book, how, you know, you, you think about the book idea, which is great, you do a lot around that, right? How to decide what publisher is best. How to decide what, you know, hybrid publisher, how much should I spend on publishing my book, right? What should be my budget? Not how can I do a book for free? Right. And how much, you know, how to do a book for free is going to get, I, I bet you a thousand times then more visits than how much should I spend on my book, but which one is going to be the, your ideal client?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So we
1: want, in our content strategy in our book, we want to speak to those BMBs, the bomb clients that just want to bring me the best. Love
0: that. As much
1: as possible. And they're, you're going to get a whole lot of less book sales. You're yeah. going to get a whole lot less YouTube videos, the views, because these people also aren't going to subscribe. They're not going to comment. Mm-hmm. That I've got clients that have C-suite clients that went through their whole YouTube channel and like, we're ready to buy from you. Like Fortune 50 companies want, going through a YouTube channel i ready I guarantee you they didn't subscribe. They didn't comment. They didn't like, but they watched 20 minutes of the video. And then they're like, I'm right. Cause it spoke to them, yeah. not to, you know, like other agencies. Like if you say how to build a WordPress site, no, no C-suite executives can search for that. Right.
0: <laughs> if everybody wants the result of it, not the process, not the how. Yeah. And to your point, the bombs are going to be the ones who are willing to invest because they do want the best and they want to get it done. Right. Um, yeah. To- they yeah.
1: want to know the process from their point of view. They don't want to know how you like, they don't want to know how you clean the toilets. They want to know how you hire, you know, how to hire the best person to make the toilet look good. Right. And sorry to bring up toilets, but I'm, <laughs> relatively, cl- I'm relatively close to the bathroom in our studio. So I was just like, that. My, <laughs> that's where it went. <laughs> I'll
0: get, I'll get. Maybe TMI, but I'll get no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So a couple of questions. Obviously, you know, this, this show is called The Power of Authority Spotlight. And I always ask that question, you know, because the way I think of authority. What, well, first of all, that was the title of a book I wrote in 2019. And it's a yeah. play on words. You can't spell authority without author. But there's so many ways to build your authority. And, and I think you've talked to a lot of them already. But when, what would you say are ways that like today, as things have evolving, especially with AI and everything else, how are you going to continue to build your authority? You mentioned the small books. You mentioned podcasting. Is there anything else that you're seeing that's working or that you think will be working in the next year?
1: So YouTube is not going. To. YouTube is my next book is on YouTube. Uh, if you want to actually what I'm doing is I'm going to go through my whole process of how I'm making the book on my YouTube channel. So I'm going to just be like here as I'm doing it. So if you want to follow my, YouTube, my personal YouTube channel, I'm garlic. There's only one other iron garlic in the world, and or at, at least online, and he's an 80 year old guy in England, and and you're okay, not, <laughs> I'm not, and occasionally his daughter like messages me, like I'm like no wrong iron garlic, honey, <laughs> <Funny>. um, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know I, YouTube's not going away. My nine year old son is addicted to it. It's there's I'm and I'm just writing about this now. It's it's on our TVs. It's on our desktop. We use it for everything. And it's going to take a massive shift for someone. I, I'd like, it's going to take a black swan event, like mm-hmm. AI, to change. It's something to change it. So YouTube, I think, is the number one place that need, people need to spend. They need to be thinking about the way I talked about it. like not the content chasm, not about subscribers. Um, worry about building authority to the people that you want to hire. You. Now, if mm-hmm. you want to sell billions of books, you're going to have to talk to the entertainer the people to entertain, but that's not going to necessarily lead to a lot of business right away. You know, if you look at Gary Vee's strategy Mm -hmm. for five, I mean, when I had him on the podcast, we were talking about this. It took him like eight years before his online presence yielded anything besides book sales. It it didn't close him fortune 50 deals that he got. He had to go in there and talk to them. They didn't care. In fact, I think it probably held him back. I know it it held back his speaking gigs
2: Mm.
1: because he was appealing so much to the lowbrow, not lowbrow, but to the, to the entertain, you know, to entertain that he turned off to other people. So YouTube is not going away and people need to spend time. It's, it's getting more and more difficult. It's not going to get easier. It's getting more competitive. When I first started 15 years ago, you could put a video up and it -hmm. can make you a ton of money. Wow. Um, Now it's more competitive. I think books, I love Amazon. I love books because people that are going to spend money with you and have the money to spend it are generally readers. Don't and you. and so if you can have back and forth where they can experience you and I think everything else and and building your email list, those three things, everything else should just feed into it. Yeah. I I lo- I, I I think websites are going to go away pretty soon. I think it'll be a it's moving towards more of a business card. I'm mm-hmm. seeing we we do websites they still are important, but for every minute someone spends on your website, they're gonna spend 10 minutes in your in your YouTube channel, 20 minutes in your book.
0: Wow. So it's that's great advice.
1: I mean, how much time do you spend on a website? People are like, well, I spend one time on website, so I'm like, Yeah, it's Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or right. shopping. It's no, true. It's true. Yeah. Or or a, a news website, right? It's not a you're not spending time. People don't like business websites.
0: Yeah. Right. It's it just, it's just somebody goes, or maybe for contact information or something, but yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things. It's it's like, you got to have it, but it, it's not the end all be all. And, and I do agree with YouTube. There's a the question though, for people that uh, I'm asking this really for our authors more than anything, but people that are listening, you know, might be thinking too, okay, I know I should be doing videos on YouTube, but Mm-hmm. How often, how, like, what, what are these videos about? Am I just talking, talking head, sharing information? Am I doing like p- podcast type stuff like this? Is it all the mm-hmm. above? But somebody who's not really done anything in YouTube, where would you say to start?
1: Now, I think that podcasting is a great connect- connector. It's a great way to do a lot of stuff. I, I'm kind of changing my YouTube podcasting strategy because I think that, that it's not getting the view time and so I, I'm, almost, I'm probably going to take my podcast off my business YouTube channel and put it my personal YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story. But you want to start closest, what I call in the green zone. Like that's where the people are buying from you and talking to those bomb clients, the BMBs that bring me the best, right? And so your core videos should be your, your case stories. Like if you just put customer stories and great case stories, you, you, will. We've had case stories rank for literally the most difficult search terms, legal search terms in Google that are wow. like $200 a click. We've had the videos ranking number one because it's in Google because this, there's great stories and people will watch a story. And so you actually hit those entertainment buttons,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? You can hit those entertainment buttons of people that aren't your ideal client. That will trigger stuff in Google and YouTube because they're connected. Google owns YouTube. So case stories, number one. Then number two would be your FAQs and about us. So, but the FAQ should be about you and your business and your process. And your about us should be why this person wants to work with you. What benefit are you going to bring to them? The about us is still about them. So you're talking about like with you, like, you know, one of the things I always say is like, you work with Zig Ziglar, it's, it's a very, that mindset is there in working with you. So if you love the way the Zig Ziglar I, mentality, I feel like working with you, it's fantastic. And I think that's an important piece. It's not just an authority piece, it's a mindset piece.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and, and if you want someone who's going to really care about your story, care about you, and that, 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 that's what I'd put in about us, right? And it's not just, you know, how many books you've published, but that is important too. Yeah. And then your about us should have your success stories in there. Mm. It's like, this is what inspires me is helping this person and this person and this person. Like for me, you know, we have Gina Wickman in there and you know, that we, I, you know, author of EOS and uh, he was one, yes. like the first video strategist that he trusted and worked with, um, which inspires me. And then also like my, some of my clients that have built multi-million dollar businesses that transformed their lives because of video.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's my about us. That's my why. No one cares about that, though, until they know that you can help. Them. That's why the case story is important. Then FAQs and then your process, how what it's like to work with you. Those, if you just stop there, you're gonna have a converting YouTube presence if it's optimized properly. Mm -hmm. Because people are gonna Google your name, then they're gonna get to your YouTube channel. I literally had a client yesterday, he's like, oh, we need to update this video. We made it 12 years ago. And he's been using it for 12 years. Oh my gosh. He's like, yeah, I need to update it. I look a little older. I'm like, yeah. Um, But it's worked for 12 years. Mm -hmm. because you and we thought that way not hey you know because you can get a ton right now you get a ton of views if you do ai video. but is it going to convert i don't know probably not. yeah so you start there get really good videos and then you build on it and then you move out um you know how to's of how to work with you more process videos because you have several processes then you get a brand video that's people usually start with that and they're like why didn't this work like it's kind of a commercial. No one wants to watch a commercial, but it'll help down the road. Okay. Um, and then treat your YouTube channel like a website, right? Like, like you, a converting website. So, you know, it's not just a bunch of hodgepodge. It walks through the customer journey. So if you do those things, you could stop right there and then run ads to it. Mm-hmm. But you've got to keep driving people back to your YouTube channel. This is the other thing, too. It's like we want to get more views. I'm like, are you emailing people your YouTube videos? No. You have your youtube videos linked from your website no are you sharing your youtube videos on other channels no I'm like whoa
0: you know and you have been telling me this for years it however long we've known each other and it, it it's just it's amazing it, like you are so spot on in all of this and just like, like keeping it simple but to you know, for our ideal client, they're not going to be reading potentially every email. They're not going to be subscribing, but they are when they're ready. They're going to go. They're going to re- watch videos and, you know, all of the basics. Yeah.
1: It, it's going to be some people, it's gonna be three years. I have clients that are like, I've been watching your YouTube channel for four years. I'm like, I didn't even know you existed until 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> and but then it's like, boom, I'm like and I'm like, OK, it's going to be like ten thousand dollars to work with us. And I'm like, OK,
0: yeah, done. <laughs> Yeah. well you are i mean literally i could talk to you all day about all this stuff but i, I you know th- how can people work with you what's the best way to connect with you obviously get the book first go to testimonialbook.com forward slash prince but what else how else can they
1: work with you i mean if if you need a youtube strategy and you haven't got customer stories start customer stories you go to videocastory.com you can click to apply to work with us you know it, we also have uh if strategists that we're certifying other agencies so you know if we're not if whatever industry you're in we, we're going to have an expert in that industry so you can go there we'll help you find it uh there's a little application process and then we'll help you from there uh from there you get on what we call a gps call um it, it's we're going to walk through your goals your positioning and your stories real quick we're going to talk with it that's free um and we'll take a look at your your what we call fish in the barrel they have a lot of fishing analogies um, uh, but we'll take a look and see what you're, you know, what are the opportunities right away that you can shift? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have a little course too, that you can have that's free. If we're work, right to work together and we go through the whole strategy process, we can help you collect case stories remotely or send people out, help you make all those videos I talked about and create that YouTube strategy.
0: Yeah. And like I said, in the beginning, we are a client. So performance publishing, um, uh, we, we, we hired Ian and his team to do the, I think we did about, what, eight or nine or or, or 10 yeah. video case stories. And it's amazing to me the feedback that we got from the ones who who were getting us a video case story. We asked them to, but how they got so much more out of it too. And, you know, when you have a client that really you've helped, they want to share it. And so it is. it was the easiest, um, just such a great experience. Your team is amazing and just, but the more important is, the value that comes out of it, right? People believe other people telling stories about you versus us telling stories about ourselves or bragging about ourselves. So definitely check out Ian, um, and, and grab those, um, grab a call with his team because there's so much information they can provide for you. So, all right, right. wrapping this up, what is one last thing you want to say as far as, um, you know, either what somebody can do today to move forward, which I think you've already given a ton of advice, but, Mm. um, and or, and, or both, um, something you're really, really looking forward to coming
1: up. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I'm looking forward to the next, the YouTube book. I'm working on that right now. Um I have connect with me on YouTube. And, but I'll, I'll tell you this. And I, I say, it's like the first thing I say in the book and I tell everyone, 30 minutes a week is nothing to focus on your customer stories. I tell the story of uh, Walt Disney in there. And I, I tear up because I think about, he was almost dying. He was, a, he was a few months from his death and dying of cancer. He had a severe polo injury, like he barely walk. and he was still walking around Disneyland, still collecting the stories. And it's like, hey, if I don't have time to do that, you know, if he could do that, the most fam- he was the most famous person in the world. He didn't have to do that, and he still did it. Walked around, listened to the stories. We all have time to do that. So make 30 minutes a week to focus on your customers.
0: I love it. That is such great advice. Thank you so much for being on and just sharing all your wisdom. You are- My pleasure. You're (laughs) awesome. And uh, I hope everybody had pen and paper during this interview because, or this podcast, there's so much here. I have pages of notes. Um, (laughs) We listen to it because there's just so much information here to help you build your brand. If you really truly have a story that you know can help somebody else, impact them personally, professionally, And also, you want it to benefit you and your business, then you have to learn how to market. And Ian is one of the best at that. So, check him out at video test or I'm sorry, testimonial book. (laughs) Sorry, testimonialbook.com forward slash prince. Grab that book, and then also go to video case stories.com. Did I get that right?
1: Video case story.com, but we have both.
0: Okay, video case stories. (laughs) I knew I was off on a little bit. Video case story.com. And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Power of Authority Spotlight. Thanks so much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.